think we've done a good job here today. Uh, I think we're gonna have a, a nice little break from from Stinko. I gave him a I gave him a big steak loaded up with uh, Nana's sleeping pills, so he should be out for a little bit. Uh, so we should have limited interruption this week. Yeah, I can hear him Welcome. munching. Yeah, he's he's munching. He's munching now, but he'll be snoozing later. And that's what's good. Uh, so welcome to uh, Too Big to Bail. And we're still... Your grandma's favorite in... podcast. My, yeah, everyone's grandma's favorite podcast. Uh, we're, we're still neck deep in April Ghouls. And this week we had some real ghouls to contend with. Uh, those freaky little guys that make you go yikes. Is this the last? Yeah. Is this the last week we're here? Um, depends on how things go. Honestly. All right. Let's see. Yeah, we, we might have one more. It depends on if we if we make peace with Stinko. Wow, cold and quite a fart. <laughs> Sorry, it's just just the chair. Oh. You don't have to hide from me, dude. You don't have to be bashful. I know. It's okay. You can break one in front of me. <laughs> no, stop. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I know you ate it's I know you ate some of Stinko's <laughs> onions. I know. That's all you sneak. It's the chair, <laughs> I swear. I swear. You also sitting gum, big guy. Oh, Stinko's bad habits have been rubbing off on me. Uh, that's why I'm already pretty drunk on uh on onion hooch. It's getting to your brain. All right. So what? Ah, God, we the way we had to watch these movies. I mean, we have like an old VHS like TV. It's not real clear, so sometimes the plot got a little hazy on both of these. But uh, we'll give you the best we can here. I had to watch um, a gnome named Norm, also known as Upworld. And no. Why does it cop. have so many names? Uh, I believe it's because there was when it came when it first came out, they just like out of nowhere pulled it out of circulation and then tried to re-release it a couple years later. Mm. That's crazy. I I don't have a listing for the reason why, but it just seems like uh, because people didn't like it. That's fair. Uh. Yeah, it was filmed in 1988, received a limited release in 1990, then it was pulled from circulation, then re-released in 1992. Yeah. So, hmm. so a gnome named Norm is about a cop named uh, Casey Gall named Gallagher. What's his name, uh, and man? much like the know. great comedian Gallagher, with his wonderful sledgematic and watermelon routine, um, Gallagher is Detective Gallagher is a bit of a goofball. He's doing bits all the time. He sucks. And and um, who is the guy? People Michael, aren't into the bits. Michael is Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall, height of his uh, height of his it was peak. His prime as a as a young man. This is you think like, this is Peak Michael. This is his prime as a as a human being. Like he's in his early twenties. He's oh yeah. rich and famous, and now he's doing he's this no up. movie, and he, like he's probably doing a bunch of drugs. Like 
He is. I think this was before he did Edward Scissorhands. It is. Right? It is before Edward Scissorhands. But he's starting to kind of like bulk up a bit more. Yeah, he's definitely like, so he I would say like kind of, 18 to 21 or 22. He's like. Uh, definitely, I would say in the 20s. Yeah, he's tearing up his L.A. I mean, I don't think it ever was ever the same after what he did. He was born in 68. So in 88, he would have been 20. Yeah. Damn, dude. Peak. So. Cruising the streets of L.A. with Norm. Trying to get mad gash and find good parties. Uh, so Detective Gallagher is not well liked within the police department um, because he's not a very good cop and his personality sucks. Um, but his partner likes him and she's trying to fix him up and he's he's her little project and she's gonna make him a good cop yet um but nobody believes in this guy and um it's easy to see why poor little fella he's doing bits he's doing bits um he's he's fighting the war on drugs and and losing because (laughs) they're 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 supposed to do a drug deal with or maybe it's not. I think they're trading a diamond deal, maybe for drugs. I don't remember. Um, but the bad guy is a bad guy named Zadar. Um, and he is played by Eli Danker. And his mm. henchman, who does all his dirty work, uh, is the best. a fan favorite. Robert Zadar, greatest appear. I think his great greatest appearance on the sh- on this podcast. The, great look. The, they like the the Miami Vice look uh, that they gave him in this is great. The person Honestly, who decided I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna throw <laughs> the the saving Silverman right now. He's got it. I Robert mean, Zadar in his fucking coke suit. Shout out to the person. serving up a lot of face as always, yeah. but like, whew, Robert Zadar, and he was fun. He was intimidating. Like when when he was gonna beat up Anthony Michael Hall, I was like. I feel like he would win this fight easily. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to the like the costume designer, the costume lady who decided to put those tiny, tiny sunglasses on this big man's face. Oh, Special she saw that out. big canvas of a face and she <laughs> said, have I, got, have I got a paintbrush to paint with here? Oh, boy. Yeah. Itty bitty, itty bitty John Lennon glasses. <laughs> Oh, fabulous! Uh, That's definitely my high yeah. point. Is Robert like the reveal of Robert Zadar's character has to be. And it's wild the because thing. the main bad guy is named Zadar, but is not played by Robert Zadar. They just heard his name, I guess, and we're like, "That's a bad guy name." Can we just use that? Can we use that? Can we use that? Uh, so basically. Detective Gallagher is getting pretty close to coming in on this diamond deal he's undercover um he has a very bad snakeskin tie which is how he declares that he is undercover um and so they're gonna meet in the park in the the children's park by the abandoned zoo where they're gonna do their deal of the, the diamonds mm. for was it i thought it was a else. park i thought it was just like a children's park no it was the children's park by the abandoned zoo uh, okay that's why there are cages everywhere Ah, uh, yes, I remember, yes. Yeah, it's... Um, and then something goes wrong because he... Uh, Detective Gallagher is ambushed in the park by 
obvious bad guy, Jerry Orbach, <laughs> who is another highlight of this movie because I love a good Orbach uh, performance. Um, so Jerry Orbach plays Captain Stan uh, Walton, who is the higher up in charge of the police department, but is pretty quickly revealed to be the bad guy. I think it's accidental when they reveal it because they just didn't want to get a stunt guy to stand in for him. Um, but he's pretty recognizable as Jerry Orbach yeah. pretty, when they do like the, the silhouette shot of this guy. And it's straight up. Jerry. He's just wearing a hat. <laughs> and a trench coat. Um, so it's just Jerry Orbach. And he's the bad guy. So he knocks out Gallagher and uh, switches the case. So he gets the diamonds and then does the drop with the guy who is supposed to be giving them mm, drugs or money. It was like and, money. I thought it was money. I think it might have been money. So this is just maybe a diamond deal. I don't know. But he's swapped the case that the that the diamond dealer is supposed to get with a bomb. And it blows up as soon as he opens the case to check it. And he dies. And so that's the big mystery is we got to solve this murder. Now, I know you're wondering, where does the gnome come in? Well, right about here. Um... Anthony Michael Hall wakes up, the crime has been committed, and he is just basically kind of left with the pieces of a crime scene trying to figure out. Jerry Orbach has showed up and like, look, why don't you take a break from being a cop? I like you, but you're not good at this, which is true. It's a fair assessment of his abilities. Um, and so Anthony Michael Hall is like scouring the area and finds a little um coin purse yeah yeah like a dungeons and dragons style coin purse yeah and in it is a little bobble that kind of moves and shakes a little bit um makes a noise um at this point something we have seen something tunnel through the ground and come up and in the explosion, lose this. We're not. I, it's it's Norm. It's the gnome, but we have not gotten the full reveal of this thing yeah. yet. We know it's kind of small. All right. So, um, he takes. So Detective Gallagher takes the thing, which we find out eventually is called the Lumen. The Lumen. Um, I remember the Lumen. Lumen. <laughs> he takes it back to his apartment where he has a lot of stuff. He has like a bunch of bird cages and a lot of like old timey weird shit. And like, yeah, this is a weird apartment I'm looking at. It. It's fucking strange. This doesn't look like a cop's apartment. It looks like someone who like runs a bar. Or is a hoarder. So the gnome has hitched a ride inside of his car and um, attacks him as soon as he gets out of the car. Attacks Gallagher as soon as he gets out of the car. Gallagher is able to subdue him pretty easily. Knocks him out. I don't remember how, but does. And then gets him in one of his many bird cages. 
Ah, and then we get a we finally get a reveal of Gnome the Norm. Uh, and how did you how did you feel about how Norm looked? He looked like a mixture of uh, Rat Boy and I'm trying to think of the other uh, Munchie. I would say a mixture of Rat Boy and Munchie. <laughs> he did look kind of like those two, yeah. He did have Munchie like, like powers. He was like a puppet. Yeah, he was. It's like, like yeah, because this was a a film directed by Stan Stan Winston. Yeah. Who is like a famous VFX guy? He's like a practical effects fella. Mm. And uh, I think it looks it looks a uh, a lot like the the little elf guys from Dark Crystal, but like more hairy, like oh, more yeah. bearded. Yeah, bearded Dark Crystal creature. Yeah, and I think with more like mechanical stuff going on. Um, but he's got like a, an elongated face, kind of dog-like, um, on a little a little hobbit body, covered in covered in like leaf clothes. Um, so, uh, Gallagher is calling his partner, who is pretty pissed off with him, and sh- and and trying to describe that. He has a little hairy thing that she should really take a look at. And uh, she thinks she's getting a booty call. And it's like, dream on, mister. Uh, So Gallagher doesn't know what to do with the gnome man. Uh, But the gnome has a little special power. And it's that he can make people fall asleep by yawning. Um, So... He uses it he and is. then gets out of the cage and then he's he's a little he's he's a I can't I can't be- begin to explain how much I indifference I have towards this creature known as Norm. He's fine. I mean, one I like moment, the look of him. I'll... I don't know about the look, but like one moment you're cheering for him, and some moments you're like, I wish this creature would get hit by a car. I like his face. He has weird eyes. The eyes are a little off-putting. They're very big. Yeah. God, there's like another like creature movie where the creature has like these realistic eyes and it's just kind of off-putting. Yeah. The uncanny valley of eyes. Um like so baby Sinclair. I don't know where to go from here. Basically, they get on the same page at some point. Norm through kind of broken English, can communicate that he has this lumen thing and he needs to get it recharged in the sun and then it'll power the light where he's from, which is called Upworld, the land where gnomes are from, mm-hmm. um, for a year. And he 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 he's just a regular schmo down there, you know? He's a, He's a worker. He's a tunneler. Uh, he wants to be a warrior, though, so he wants to be a cop, because um, they get to come up and recharge the lumens, and he wants to do that to impress his girlfriend, who has big tits, according to him. <laughs> He's a little fucking perv, dude. He is a little perv. That's that's a big strike against him. That was not fun to witness. Um, gosh. So, 
Now, Detective Gallagher thinks that he has a witness to the crime in Norm the Gnome. Is pretty willing to accept the existence of gnomes. And is like, look, I will give you this thing back if you help me get the bad guys who killed the Diamond Man. Um, and so what we know about that guy is that he... Um, he had, he was wearing sunglasses and screamed at one point and that's what that's all norm remembers about the person who did it and so after several false starts they went to a couple guys they thought might be it but it wasn't um norm gets arrested right yeah <laughs> He goes to jail for a while. And he goes to jail and gets strip searched by like a, a real weirdo. <laughs> There's the, the 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 rival cop, to, the guy who hates uh, Gallagher the most is, I want to say, man, I can't find this guy's name. Uh, Mark Herlick, is that him? Very Kaminsky, yeah. So and he was like. He's a guy that he played God in Preacher, yeah. and he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's kind of like a fun character actor. But this this character he's playing was just like a guy who's going like, why are you hanging out with him? Gallagher, what are you gonna do? Strip search that gnome. So they strip search the gnome. You get to see all of Norm's butt and some of his balls, um, and then. He recognized basically these two team up and they figure out the crime because the the captain is yelling at uh, Gallagher. Norm is able to recognize that it is in fact uh, Jerry Orbach who's the bad guy, and then Jerry Orbach's gotta kind of kill Norm, and then you know Detective Gallagher is gonna try and save him. Uh, I was really waiting to get the the reveal of why Jerry was doing this, um, and he's just like, I worked for twenty five years, and the briefcase I stole was worth more than all the money I made during that time period. I was like, yeah, that's probably that's good enough. Um, so they stopped the crime. I'm gonna just say that there's some car chases, there's some stuff. It's all pretty bland, um, but they stopped the crime and. Uh, Norm gets the lumen recharged. Um, there's a fight scene with Robert Zadar. Uh, oh, regular he, he Zadar is of, of nothing. That of, of, that of uh, guts, and he like swashles, swashles Oh yeah, the guts. He gets his. Well, he gets his. He gets his balls bitten by Norm. No, he does not get his then, balls bitten, dude. He. Like, oh no, he no, he gets some. He gets a hook in the balls, and then he ends up in a vat of pig guts. Um, Jerry Orbach gets his balls bitten by, by Norm, yeah. and then Norm lifts him above his head because he's super strong, and uh, that's it. And then so we get the everything's resolved, and um, oh god, I forgot the whole scene where Norm goes undercover on the beach. Uh, yes. He's wearing sunglasses. That's like a big part of these movies. I noticed that they always want to put these little creatures in in sunglasses because that's like a look. Yeah, it's like oh you. So Norm wears them. sunglasses, just like Rapaboy wore sunglasses, just like <laughs> Munchie wore sunglasses. 
They all gotta wear sunglasses. Nuki it's like a fun trope. Sunglasses, right? Who? Nuki. Nuki. I don't know. We didn't get to the part where Nuki was wearing sunglasses. Yeah. But uh, Norm is like dressed like a beach rat and wearing uh, sunglasses and just like walking along to the song Lowrider. And that, that song makes a return as he comes back out of the tunnel to make sure that his old pal, Detective Gallagher, uh, puts the moves on his partner, Detective Samantha. No last name listed. Um, and then he popped the fucking line that he says is so weird. He pops out of there and he's like, hey, Gallagher, make her toes curl. Oh, make and it's her like toes no- curl. So weird. It's not like a callback to anything that they talked about. It's just some re- weird shit that he said. Yeah. Um. So, and then, <laughs> then yeah, a slow rider post, or low rider starts playing. And he pops up and he's like, that, 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 that song that. plays like 500 times. <laughs> he goes, make her toes curl. And then <laughs> oh, while kissing, while kissing the lady, Anthony Michael Hall looks over at <laughs> Norm, gives the thumbs up. And then Norm gives the thumbs up back. And there's a freeze frame and a zoom in on. <laughs> On the face. Roll credits, baby. We're out of here. It's <laughs> a good, funny ending. Uh, uh, well, I'll see if I can find it to post on our social media, but it is pretty fun. Um, so that that that'll be the third <laughs> saving Silverman for me is the the combos that come together in that scene. Yeah. Uh, but that is uh, that is the. The grand total of a gnome named Norm. Norbert Gnomster. Now. Tell me, Eric, what did you have to watch? Uh, I had to watch. Oh, what was your low point? Sorry. Uh, for my Norm. low point had to be Anthony Michael Hall in general. He was a lot. He was doing like a. a, like a unhinged Jim Carrey performance and I don't think it worked. It was terrible. Sorry, Anthony. Creep. Creep. <laughs> creep, creep. Now, I had to watch Pup Master and I, first of all, could not tell you what happened in this movie or what the plot was. Well, we the circumstances of the viewing were pretty, were pretty blurry. Yeah, it was, um... Uh, I had to. We I couldn't find the movie on um, Tubi uh, <laughs> or anything, anything streaming wise. So I had to uh, watch a Elvira screening of this on Tubi. And Elvira, how'd you feel about Elvira? This is like old Elvira. This isn't like old Elvira. This is like old. This is like something she's doing like on her before. own. <laughs> Right now, yes. like still, like that would say you should go okay. This so this is like current Elvira, yeah, and it's just oh. fucking terrible. It's this old lady, so she doesn't have like a she doesn't on. have like a no. a writer's room anymore. No, it's, it, you can tell it's just her, and, huh? and her jokes were just terrible. So bad, I don't remember any of them. It would just be like anything that would happen. Like two characters would go have like uh they're about to make out i think the... she'd be like you better grab your rubbers guy wink wink 
and then she'd like zoom the ch- out. I think the charm of like those like uh, commentary things, those like mystery science theater things, is the involvement of multiple people. Have you ever watched like the last drive-in with Jim Jim Bob or or Joe no. Bob? No, Ridgers? but I'm aware of that. Who that is? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that that one's actually pretty good. That he like he's when he pops like in, it's just yeah. Well, I hear when he pops in, it's like for like interesting behind the scenes stuff. Oh no, like, this is he has actual like just, stories. Just terrible yeah, hers is jokes. just commentary, color commentary. Yeah, terrible jokes. She's just a double D peanut gallery. Hate to see it. Nah. But, uh. What are you gonna do? I really, honestly. And then also, we were in a Discord with, like, two other people, and it was, like, hard to kind of keep track right. of what was happening. And Stinko was running around. Stinko was running around. I tell you what, Stinko gets a real 10 o'clock, like, vibe going, and he runs in circles for, like, 45 minutes, and he just yells. The one thing I can remember from this movie is that the, the puppets would walk around on the ground and no one would notice them. And it would just be like a, like yep, a POV yep. shot of the, of the puppets running around. And it happens They're so often. They're pretty smooth shots, though. Yeah. It's like a, if <laughs> they got a puppet um, Evil Dead Sam Raimi to come in and do yeah, this. Yeah, it seems... This was... Evil Dead was like, what, 81? Yeah. No, Evil Dead was okay. like 80, maybe early 70s. I mean, late, late 70s. Okay, so this is like, this. The, they used that Evil Dead technique then. They had yeah. it. Yeah, they, this was in the, that was a, that was probably main, main inspiration. Yeah, it was in the, Evil Dead was the main inspiration. I don't think that's. I mean, not the, not the movie, but that shot. Oh, for the shot. Yeah, I mean, they saw oh, Evil yeah. Dead. It was like, oh, we can That's in Evil everything Dead now. Shot. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, how do they fucking do that? It's so fast. There's a really good Evil Dead shot in that uh, movie uh, that's on Amazon. It's about like, takes place in the fifties, and it's about like these people who are listening to radio waves. Oh, that new one, right? Yeah, it's a new movie. There's a really good Evil it's Dead like shot. Like Fast of the Night or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. There's a really good like Evil Dead shot in that. How's that movie? It's uh, it's okay. I thought it was alright. I didn't think it was anything special, but that shot is really cool. Hmm. Okay. Um, alright, now tell me about Puppet Master. I'm sure you have a summary, right? Tell me the summary, and then tell me how much of it like, made, like you were able to parse from the, the story. Psychics find themselves plotted against by a former colleague who committed suicide after discovering an animated murderous puppets. Okay. Yeah. That's like a that's like a tagline. Yeah, it's IMDB. <laughs> a sale you, you, you by were able to parse visions. that they were Alex Whit uh, Alex Whittaker played by Paul Lamont who looked like a friend of an actor and his fellow psychics <laughs> descended on the B- Bodega Bay Inn. There, they discover that their compatriot, Neil, has apparently committed suicide, but as the gruesome visions continue, they sense more than something. But there's still something sinister afoot. When they find themselves haunted by a band of homicidal marionettes created by the twisted puppeteer, Andre Toulon, they discover they are right. 
some interesting stuff in this movie. This movie has spawned multiple sequels, you know. Oh, a whole slew of them, like thirteen. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was a, I don't know, like. It took, I thought the psychic stuff was interesting. I don't know it, that to me. It took too long to honestly get into the puppets actually killing stuff. Oh uh, yeah. There's only a. I was looking at the trivia. There's only a combined five minute times of puppets. Yeah. They were the shark, dude. Yeah. The main puppet. I don't even know. Do the puppets have names? They all have names, right? They do, but they're not. In, they don't get them in the first movie. Like they're not. Mm. They get they get developed as you get further in. Uh, how many have you seen? I've seen six of them. And I have all of them. I just had to stop at six because six is the one with uh, Greg Sisteros in it, and it was pretty pretty bad. Mm. It was there's a significant drop off in quality from the one before it. There's one that's like a, a prequel that like goes back to Nazi Germany where the puppets were killing Nazis, and that one's pretty rad. Oh, what, they get they weirder. Make it too, like they did like a reboot. They did, they did like a soft reboot of, but it was like with people who were like, I didn't watch it yet. I will eventually, but it was with people who were like kind of self-aware of the B movie nature of it, and uh, that always kind of wasn't feels it like weird. Tom, the guy from Reno Nine. Yeah, like Thomas Lennis is in yeah. Thomas Lennon. Yeah, I and I think they movie. made the. I think they made the. There's a certain point in the series where it starts. To, I haven't watched them, but it seems like the puppets themselves become Nazis, which doesn't make sense based on what I've seen because they fought Nazis, yeah. and that just goes back goes to show you, you either uh, die die a Nazi hunter or live long enough to become a Nazi. So while the uh, I have some more stuff here. While they're getting settled into the room, the psychics experience different confusing visions of Neil. I still don't understand who who really Neil was. I don't understand. Neil was okay based on like, and this is I, I also I've seen this movie a couple of times, and I was still kind of confused about it. I think Neil was a guy that they used to work with, who committed suicide but had them in their will because he wanted to summon them there um because he he needed something from them to reanimate himself in the same way that Trulon the original puppet master had animated the puppets but why did Trulon kill himself Trulon didn't kill himself he was killed by Nazis that's what happened at the beginning. Those two guys that came in at the beginning of the movie, they killed the puppet master. And then the guy who killed himself was a guy who was trying to uncover the puppet master's secret. Uh, and he does. Yes. Okay. And then the psychics are all trying to figure out what the fuck's going on because they're all different kinds of psychics. Like the main guy is like a guy who can – he's psychic when he falls asleep. The other one is like, a, uh, there's a lady who's a psychic when she's in areas where people have had sex. There's another one who is just like, of straight up white voodoo person. Hmm. Talk with that accent. Oh yes, like, oh, oh. Uh, it's like psychic. And then there's the other guy who's with the sex psychic lady, 
who's not psychic he's at like, all like that I got. Caretaker. He's just like her handler, and he's like <laughs> the pen, pendulette haircut. He's like he's like he's the pimp, and he's pimping her out. He, and she's like, she like she's like a horny psychic. She whatever she feels is like yeah. hornet. She's like, oh yeah. Horny psychic is a great is a great pitch. I'm a I'm a psychic, but I'm horny. I wish I had uh, had <laughs> had Mike Myers ear in 2002, and I could have pitched him horny psychic. Misconnection, misconnection, misconnection. <laughs> Me, man who was man who was 12 years old. You, older man. <laughs> Who wants to play the horny psychic? <laughs> oh. So they go back to their room. What's the the Nola, the Nola psychic? What's her thing? She has like a doll. What does she carry? Oh, she has the stuffed dog. Yeah, she had a doll. And oh, the other character is the um the widow of the guy who killed himself, yes. who has zero idea what he was about yeah she was just the person who owned this hotel yeah so the night at the dinner they think that 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 he married her so that he could have access to the hotel for sure so at the dinner dana purposefully upsets megan causing her to leave the table and pinhead another animated doll crawls out of neil's casket Alex follows. Now, what's Pinhead in. look like? Pinhead is a big, is a big puppet with a little head. He's he heavy. He's even, got like human, he's got like people fist. hands. He punches. So he gets he punches that one lady. He gets his licks in. Yeah. I looked up a little trivia about Pinhead. And Pinhead, um, the the person who was doing Pinhead's like fists was like a little person, oh. and they were. Good thing it wasn't uh, the guy director's daughter. Like the last, uh, yeah. I thought I thought it was a child for sure. I'm like, oh, they got this child, and uh, no, it is. Um, it's not very. It's a very talented uh, little person. He throws a mean hook. Alex follows Megan and tells her their history with her husband. Carissa, psychiatrist, can see objects, emotional history. This is the horny psychic by touching it. Dana can tell fortunes and locate items and people and alex himself can foresee the future that's a very kind uh kind definition they gave her of she could see the emotional attachment or history of items like no she can see when people have fucked neil was researching alchemy with and with frank's help discovered the agent of gypsons had created a a method of reanimating intimate uh figurines inanimate figurines Intimate figures. <laughs> that was the other ladies. <laughs> a power also discovered by Andre, uh, Andre Toulon, the last yeah, true he's the alchemist. But because oh Neil, alchemy, I didn't realize it was alchemy. It sounds like there's a little alchemy going on. But because a bit of alchemy, uh, the laws of equivalent full, full puppet alchemy, full puppet alchemy. Full puppet alchemy, but because Neil had not made contact with them in a while, Dana and the rest thought that he had abandoned them and took whatever he was looking for for himself. And there, uh, they are to take it and settle the score. That's true. That is essentially what happened, though, right? Yeah, he did just take it for himself. That night, 
Teresa, the housekeeper, attends to f- to the fire and is attacked by Pinhead with a poker, fulfilling Dana's f- fortune for her. Gallagher's body has why been did, moved to a chair. That? I don't know. He poked. Her. He p- attacked with a poker. Oh, he did. Is, like is yeah, I remember. Is the reanimated yeah. guy? Is the reanimated guy in charge? He's like controlling the puppets too, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't for I, I, I guess because not I wouldn't say the ending would contradict that. Would no, it? based on yeah, based on did he like make a deal with them? I think I think it's more of a deal. Gallagher he shook he shook that little hook hand. <laughs> Gallagher's body has has moved to a chair, which Megan finds, causing her to faint. Alex attends to her, while the others return the body to the <laughs> casket. I love the dry retelling. After Blade finds protective spells on Alex and Dana's room, he moves on to Carissa and Frank's, who are having very right, now, loud sex and disrupting Alex and Dana's sleep. Describe Blade. What's Blade? Is Blade the Blade's the main one? Yeah, Blade. He he looks like a Nazi. Yeah, he looks he like, is a, like a, Nazi. An over. He looks like a Gestapo. Yeah. Kind of has like a has like a, a vampire-y quality to him too. Yeah, he has a knife hand and a hook hand, and his eyes are also Burning knives. It's uh, like a skeleton kind of. Yeah. And a they Nazi were having skeleton. very loud sex. They were. Inconsiderate. Yeah. Two more puppets, Tunneler and Leech Woman, enter. Tunneler kills Carissa by drilling into her face while, while when she inspects a noise coming from underneath the bed, and Leech Woman vomits leeches onto Frank. Now Tunneler looks most like a Nazi. Yeah, Tunneler has Tunneler has Tunneler is legitimately in a Nazi uniform. Tunneler's got that 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 big tunnel head. Big tunnel head. Uh, I think Leech Woman was my least favorite. Uh, that's going like to be my low point of the movie. I, I wonder how long it took to get those leeches to come out of her mouth. Well, they weren't they weren't real. They weren't real leeches. They look like real leeches. No, I was looking up how they did it, and it's um, an, it, the mouth was latex, and it was just a uh, a puppet that someone had their finger in. And so it would only come seventy five percent out, and then through editing, they would just pull the other end out uh, to make it look like. Coming back from a walk, Dana finds Gallagher's body in her room, and she, and she is attacked by Pinhead, who breaks her leg. Jesus, I don't remember this. Pinhead chases her, and repeatedly strangles and punches her until she manages to knock him away and crawl into an elevator, only to be mm-hmm. to have her throat cut by Blade, fulfilling her fortune. Alex suffers more nightmares eventually woken by Megan who shows him Andre Toulon's diary and tells him that Neil found Toulon's secret to reanimation oh so she did know I guess yeah Alex has a vision of Neil and they rush downstairs to escape but find the bodies of Dana Frank and Carissa sitting around the dining room table accompanied by the newly resurrected Neil. 
he explains that he did Neil. not he did not commit he that he did commit suicide, but he used Toulon's secrets to become reanimated himself in the in the effort to become immortal. He admits to killing oh, Megan's parents we do. and expresses disgust for the puppets. Wait, he killed Megan's parents. Why why did he do that? I don't know. He also Megan owned the hotel, the, right? Yeah, she was the owner of the hotel. So he killed her parents so that she would get the hotel and then he married her. That's complicated. Yeah. Violently throwing just throwing jester but satisfied that he is oh, now jester yeah, yeah what do you think now. about him who's jester jester was the one with the face that would spin around oh that he did he do anything uh no he's mostly for like expressing emotion i don't think he has yeah. any powers but it's satisfied he doesn't that have he a specialty he's just a jester puppets to experiment with the other puppets see this attack and descend on neil Tunneler takes out his legs and Blade pins him down while Leech Woman vomits a leech into his mouth and Pinhead finally yep. breaks his neck. The next day, Megan sees Alex off and she ascends the stairs. She now brings why? Dana's stuffed dog to life. Did not know that. Yeah, it's the dog that came back to life. So is Dana, like, is it like a soon or, or Megan... Is it assumed that, like, they were protecting her? Because it seemed like they weren't. It's a little convoluted. Yeah. Not the best. That's the, I think that's that's pretty much the whole canon of, of these movies, is they get a little more convoluted as the more you do. Uh, mm-hmm. Alright. I, so, I honestly who's don't. your... My favorite saving film has got to go to Pinhead. Um, the Bayou Lady Mm. and I like the look of this movie yeah I mean it looks like a Goosebumps it's like yeah it's like all like the the pink motel kind of California seaside motel vibe give it up for that pink hotel what okay so rank uh, (coughs) rank the puppets Gotta go. Least favorite to favorite. Least favorite. Uh, the drill tunneler is my least favorite. Okay. I go tunneler. Leech woman. Mm. Blade. And pinhead. I'm not counting Joker because he doesn't do anything. You're not gonna count the jester. He doesn't do nothing. What about that weird Asian uh, puppet that just pops in at the beginning and then never comes back? If I can't rank him, he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He warns them the Nazis are coming. Was he a good puppet? He warns the the puppet master, but like I think all the puppets are good until someone takes a control of them. Huh. I think. I think it's unclear for a while. <laughs> Within the canon. Hmm. Hmm. Who? Okay, now you got to rank the psychics. I can't do that, Colton. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. This movie was so boring. 
It takes a little while to get I'm into. I'm not sure which was more boring, this or fucking Gnome, Norm the Cop. <laughs> yeah, Gnome Cop was really tame for a, a, a buddy cop movie. And this movie, That's I think, is just like... the crime of these bad movies. Is that they're so uninteresting. I like, I like the, the boringness of this one better, though, because it's, like, calm. It feels more like methadone, like like a... Like a small, like a slow drip than anything else. I'm just like, I'm sick. I'm watching this. If I was sick and watching Gnome Cop, I would turn it off. And I stand by that. Mm. Uh, Well, I haven't heard from Stinko, so I assume the sleeping pills are working. Yeah, I I got this, this letter from your grandma. Oh, you got it? Yeah, she sent it to me to my email because she wanted you. She wanted us to record. Since we're staying, she said she does listen to the podcast and she has one request of us. That's what she says. And since we got some extra time. Sure, we're running a little early. Uh, she, You know, your grandma is a big, big fan of El, uh, Costello, Abbott and Costello. And she wants us. Elvis and Costello. Yeah, she wants us to uh, to recreate who who's on first. <laughs> who's on first? She wants us to do who's on first for the yeah, last so ten minutes. Yeah, I put here. the link of the. Uh, I get. I sent the link to you. All right, I'll pull it up. Who am I? Am I Abbott or Costello? Uh, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> well, Abbott is. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know who's doing the bit. Uh, that's a good question. Who, who uh, knows? The... Who knows? Um, this is so long. It, it goes by fast. These are one-word sentences. <laughs> okay. I'll guess I've I'll never be. Done this I'll guess I'll be Abbott. You be Costello. Yeah. Okay, you be Abbott. I'll be Costello. Okay. Here we go. Here we go with Who's On First for, for you, Grandma. Nana. Who's On First by Abbott and Costello. <laughs> by Abbott and Costello. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, Costello, I'm going to New York with you. You know, Bucky Harris, the Yanks manager, gave you a job as a coach for as long as you are on the team. Look, Abbott, if you're the coach, you must know all the players. Right. Certainly do. Well, I never met the guys, so you'll have to tell me their names, and then I'll know who's playing on the team. Oh, I'll tell you their names. But you know, the strange as, strange as it may seem, they give these ball players these, these strange names nowadays. Very peculiar names. <laughs> Good improv. <laughs> you mean funny names? Strange names. Pet names. Like Dizzy Dean and... His brother Daffy. Daffy Dean. And their French cousin. French. Gouffet. Gouffet. Gouffet Dean. Oh, I see. Well, let's see. We have the have on the bags. We have we have who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I say who's on first, <laughs> what's on second. I I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You're going to be the coach, too? Yes. And you don't know the fellow's name? Well, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? 
The guy playing first base. Who? Who's on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yeah. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. Who? Yeah. Look, you got a first baseman. Certainly. Who's playing first? That's right. When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. I'm trying to find out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Who? (laughs) I lost my place. Hang on. (laughs) Sorry, Grandma. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> no Abbott and no Costello. Uh, okay. All I'm trying to find out is the fella's name on first base. Who? The guy who gets the money. That's it. Who gets the money on first base? He does. Every dollar. Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Whose wife? Yes. What's wrong with that? Look, all I want to know is when you sign up the first baseman, how does he sign his name to the contract? Who? The guy. Who? How does he sign it? That's how he signs it. Who? Yes. This is going sucks. <laughs> I don't know the joke. There's so much left. <laughs> we gotta do it. God damn it. <laughs> I'd rather you should do. Let me tag Stinko in. He's gonna do the rest of it. Do you want to switch? Hey, Stinko! Stinko! I hear him. He's not asleep. He's faking it. He also loves who's on first. All right. Fucking fine. So, wait, are we gonna switch? I'll be. (laughs) Okay, so you do Costello. Start from. What's the guy's name on first base? All I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base? Wait, where are you? I'm at pause. Pause. I said, all right. Now you say, what's the guy's name on first base? All I'm trying to find out is who the guy's name on first base is. I don't see that part. Oh, I found it now. I went too far. (laughs) No. What's on second base? I'm not asking who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. Well, don't change the players around. I'm not changing nobody. Take it easy, buddy. All I'm asking you is who's the guy on first base? That's right. Okay. All right. What's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who is on first? I don't know. Oh, he's on third. We're not talking about him. Now let's get back to first. Now how did I get on third? Well, you mentioned his name. If I mention the third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who is playing first? Who's on first? Yes, (laughs) yes. 
What's on second? I don't know. He's on third. There I go. Back on third again. Will you stay on the third base and don't get off of it? Let's do a, let's, uh, let's do a dramatic turn. Yeah, let's do a dramatic. All right. All right. What do you want to know? Now, who's playing third base? Why do you insist on putting who on third base? What am I putting on third? No. What is on second? You do not want to. Who on second? No. Who is on first? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got outfield. Sure. The left fielder's name? Why? I just thought I'd ask you. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me, who is playing left field? Who is playing first? I am not. Stay out of the infield. I want to know, what's the guy's name in the left field? No, what is on second? I am not asking who is on second. No, who is on first? I don't know. Third Third base! (laughs) And left fielder's name? Why? Because. No, he's center field. Fumbles words loud. Well, that's the... (laughs) Well, that's the fellow's name. Look, 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 look. You got a picture? Sure. The pitcher's name? Tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today. I'm telling you then. Well, go on ahead. Tomorrow. What time? What time what? (laughs) At what time tomorrow are you going to tell me who's pitching? Now listen. Who is not pitching? Who is on? I'll break your arm. You say who's on first. I want to know what's the pitcher's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third Third base. base. (laughs) Got a catcher. Certainly. That's a catcher's name? Today. Today. And tomorrow's pitching? Now you've got it. All we got is a couple days on the team. You know I'm a catcher too. So they tell me. I get behind the plate and do some fancy catching. Tomorrow's pitching on my team and a heavy hitter goes up. Yes. (laughs) Now the heavy hitter bunts the ball. When he bunts the ball, me being a good catcher, want to throw the guy out on first base. So I pick up the ball and throw it to who? Now that's the first thing that you've said right. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, that's all you have to do. Is throw the ball to first base? Yes. Who's got it? Naturally. Look, if, if I throw the ball to first base, somebody's got to get it. Now, who is it? 
Naturally. Who? Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. So I pick up the ball and throw it to naturally? No. You don't. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's different. That's what I said. You're not saying that. I throw it the ball to naturally. You throw it to who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. Listen, you ask me. I throw the ball to who? Naturally. You ask me? You both. <laughs> you throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's it. Same as you. You just changed them around. Same as you. I throw the ball to who? Whoever drops the ball, the guy runs to second who picks up the ball. Throws it to what? What throws it to who? I don't know. I don't know. Throws it back to tomorrow. Triple play. Yes. Another guy gets up and it's a fly ball. Two because why? I don't know. He's on third and I don't give a damn. Oh. What? I said I don't give a damn. Darn. Oh. That's our shortstop. And scene. Terrible. That's common. Wow. What a performance. <clears throat> well, we got Stinko's attention. He was captivated. He's looking hey. at that pepper you got there. Grandma said specifically not to let him have peppers, though. Oh, fuck. He got... Ow. He bit my leg. He's got the pepper. He's got the pepper. Don't... Stinko. Don't eat that pepper. Stinko. Put that down. Oh, he's chomping he's, on it. Oh, God. This is probably going to be bad. Worse than who's on... Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. He melted. He, Fast. He, okay, Stinko? he melted, Eric. I think he's done. No, he's okay. Oh, God. It's still breathing. The, there's like a bubble in it. Ugh. Oh, oh God! Oh, it's growing. Oh, it's reforming. That's disturbed. Oh, <laughs> gross. <coughs> oh God! Done. Fucking gross. There's two stinkos now. The two fully formed ones. Oh, man, how are we gonna tell these two apart? Uh, I'll throw this face at one, and maybe it'll cut his nose or something. We can tell. Uh, wait. Yeah, throw the face. Oh, he dodged definitely. Oh, I got it. I got it. All right, Stinko. The real Stinko. Hold exactly still. I have a big bottle of onion shine for you. And then I'm going to grab these real quick. And then... Yoink! All right, there we go. Perfect. The real Stinko is wearing sunglasses. Nice. Now we can recognize them. I hope the new Stinko is... <laughs> no. No Stinko. Yeah, he was... Should we rename Should we rename the other one? Stinky. Stinky and Stinko? Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
I'll think on that. Stinky and Stinko. All right. Well, they've both wandered off into the yard now. Yeah, so we spin the wheel before we totally leave. Yeah, we better spin the wheel. Uh, let me pull up the wheel before <laughs> the, the Stinko twins come back. Oh boy. April Ghoul is coming for you. April Ghoul April is coming for you. Alright. Eric, I'm gonna spin it for you, and here it goes. Spin Eric, you will be watching the film To Catch a Yeti. To catch a Yeti. To catch a yeti. Hmm. I've never even heard of this one. This sounds familiar. It sounds familiar, does it? Let me see. To catch a yeti. No, to catch a predator. No, no. This one's a yeti. Oh, I've seen this little guy around. You've seen him? I've seen, what does he look like? He's like a... He, again, one of those ugly, realistic creatures with the big eyes. Oh, man. Cool. I'm in for that. Alright, what's your punishment? My punishment will be... Alexa and Katie on Netflix. Now, what the fuck is that? Sitcom. Sitcom? Sitcom. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna spin the wheel for me then. All right, I will be watching the gate. The gate. The gate. Oh, mm. I, oh man, this looks pretty. Looks interesting. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of this. Have you? I yeah, don't... I've heard of this movie. Yeah. It's got a little cult following. I've heard of this. I've seen these creatures. A cult following. Oh, you've seen I've the seen, creatures. I've seen the, the creatures, and I've seen the poster before. All right. Well, Grandma, if you liked, uh, if you liked our, our Who's On First, make sure you leave us a five-star review, our first ever. Uh, and if you didn't like it, your and you're or, is... or you're the descendants of Abbott and or Costello, please don't do anything. You're, we'll be back next wait, week your punishment. with a new... Oh, please, punish me. Working moms. Hmm. Well, cool, working moms. I've heard of working blue, but working moms? Who's on first? <laughs> Who? No, I don't know. All right, goodbye. Goodbye.